on Culture Kings. Okay, whatever you say, Jaquise. And then what? I'm going to eat my own dick? Now, 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 you know that on this podcast, we are for all rights, not just one right. Look, okay, I'm not going to vote for Kanye West. I'm not going to vote for Donald Trump. Hell, I'm not even voting for Joe Biden. I'm not voting at all. Uh, you know, the problem that I have with, you know, uh, Joe Rogan is that he represents everything that I wish I could be. That's the problem that I have with him. Nothing else beyond that. I wish I could talk to Republicans, but black people will look at me weird. Look, you guys aren't going to believe me when I say this. You know, this is the year 2018. I just have a strong feeling that in the year 2020, the Lakers are going to win an NBA championship inside of a coronavirus bubble. Like, I, I just have, like, I don't even know what those words mean, but I feel it. Um, You know, we may not put this out. You know, because this is 2019 and I feel like 2020 as we go on into it, uh, you know, we we're going to not want to look back at this moment and say that was bad to say. But I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, Sophie, you got to stop talking so much on the pod. We love you. Jaquise, I don't know what to do, okay? They're trying to kill me. They're trying to kill me. Uh, Edgar. For him, doesn't work for me anymore. And it's making me so sad. It's making me so sad. I am Edward, Edgar's twin brother, and I'm here to record the podcast. I'm Tony, Jackie's father. He's never met me, but I decided to take my son's spotlight. Hey, uh, guys, could you just record a straight-up intro for Danielle and make sure you just leave out any sort of negative things you always say about me? I would appreciate it if you would never do that. Yo, Jaquise, I was thinking about doing this bit on the next episode where I say that Matt gave me a ride home and I found mine comp inside his car. Wow. Hey, um, this is awkward for me to say, but <sighs> Matt, you, uh, the cross that you tried to burn in front of my patio like you, you, it started but then the wind blew when you walked away it was like that swaggy P meme where he shot the three and he thought it was in and he turned around and it went out the fire went out so I just have a cross in front of my house that's not burnt and people think I'm religious and I don't want that to happen so can you come get it oh I thought you were asking me to come burn it properly 
Dude, you got Daniel Radford to be on this podcast? I'm a huge fucking fan of her. I mean, she's on that show on Sci-Fi, and and she's on that 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 Scream Junkies, and she's on the man. I'm nervous, man. We got Daniel Radford on this podcast. Ooh, well, make sure you don't turn that channel. We'll be right back. Danielle, the last time me and you spoke with each other or saw each other or did anything together was truly one of the highlights of my quarantine when we watched A Fatal <laughs> Affair together. And um, I still don't think I've seen a movie that I've enjoyed and hated more in the entire quarantine than that no. movie. And it was beautiful. Oh boy! Um, yeah. Uh, uh, next time we've got to watch uh, uh, Acrimony. I think that's mm. what's next that? Time deck. Are these Tyler Perry movies? Uh, the second no. one, the, the first one, you would think was you would no. think that, that that would have been a Tyler Perry movie. Acrimony is a Tyler Perry movie, and it stars Taraji, okay. and it is. Is it most... is it crazy? Oh, it's he made it in like a week. Two weeks? That's the one. Is that the one where, like, they cut to the judge's seat and then you can see that he's actually, like, he has a bunch of papers and you can see that it's actually the script? Is that that movie? Okay. Yo, Tyler Perry is wild. This report came out, like, a week ago where these niggas record, uh, filmed an entire season of a show in, like, ten days. Jaquise, uh, that's the third show he's done that with now. And he brags about it. And it's like, yeah, no, we know. You weren't, it wasn't going to be like, oh my God, can you believe he did this in a couple of days? Nah, nigga, we know. Yeah, because I was watching uh, the games yesterday and they had a, a, uh, a trailer for, what is it, House of Pain and the other spinoff show. And I looked at the, uh, the dude I was watching the game with and I was like, yo, he just filmed those last week. He just <laughs> finished those. And we're seeing trailers for them now on TV. My respect for him as a businessman is like directly in proportion to my utter disrespect for him as an artist and creator. It's crazy. I have never loved and praised someone so much for one thing while just denigrating and hating on everything else they do with the other so much. It's like a crazy, I, it's gotta be like a, 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 there's got to be some kind of baseball term for it where it's like, I respect the shit out of you so much for this, but ooh, I can't stand your black ass for this. Like, I don't know where those two meet. There's got to be like a, some kind of on, index. Who else is on that list? I feel I, like T.I. is probably on that list. Maybe. Is he though? I don't, I, not, I don't, I don't know. know if I respect T.I.'s business acumen as much. No, as, no, no. It would be the opposite, I think. T.I.'s a good businessman. He has his opportunities. Yeah. He has his shows. He's just a terrible human being. That's yeah, true. Yeah, him, That's like, true. yeah. It's, he's like, but do we think, Tyler is like a, seems like a decent human being. Right. I was going to say, do we think is Tyler is a bad blessed? human being in the way that we would equate T.I. as a bad human being? No. That's a good point. That's no, no, no. <laughs> like literally, like his, his studios have housing for fucking unhoused lgbtq youth yeah like yeah. he uses his he uses like the houses on that lot as like shelters for like gay like queer kids and like yeah. uh, and, like uh, uh, abused women and shit like that like he's a good dude who does good work just not 
the thing that made it so that he can do that good work. It's like, damn it, we have to keep seeing his movies so that he keeps housing these queer kids. But ah, that means I have to watch a Tyler fucking parent movie. See, but ah. look, my only counter to that, and I hate that I have a counter to this, is that his invitation so that people could come see that studio was literally a hologram of himself invited. Did y'all see that? Like when like no. celebrities started posting, but like he sent like people movie this, style. He sent people a hologram. That's dope as shit. He sent people this thing. He said, "Come to my studios. You've been invited." And I was like, "Yo, this thing is fucking crazy." That shit is dope. I would have. That shit is dope. That's the future, bro. <laughs> Look, when you get your own exit off the freeway, it's holograms all day. <laughs> he has his own exit. Yeah, I mean, listen. There, I mean, with, with black people like Tyler Perry, the Jay Z's of the world, and shit like that, the the progressive, no, there should be no billionaires. Uh, they're terrible labor slave workers. Essentially, part of me hates what they do, but then there's a part of me that's like, but a black man is sending holograms in the mail to your ass to say you're invited <laughs> to my studio, and that's dope as shit. <laughs> and it's fucking, cool. it's it's tough, man. And we. And we do have to remember that the reason why he writes all of this stuff himself is because like he doesn't want to pay other people. Yes, so we do yes, also have to keep yes. in mind that like he's not he's terrible. He doesn't want to pay other people. Yeah. Yes. He's skating by union rules left and right. He was like, I can't believe they wanted to get paid for a rewrite rewrite. Like, well, are they did they write it? And now they gotta write it again? Yeah, you get paid twice, homie. Like that's how that works. Yeah, it's like don't work. Look, if I just because like, say if you're Tyler Perry, you got someone who comes over and cleans your kitchen and then the kitchen needs to be cleaned again a week later. You can't be like, well, that's still part of the first time you clean my kitchen. I do these dishes. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Daniel. Oh, no. Here we go. All right. Let me let me be the one to be on the devil's advocate side. Like, let's use the cleaning analogy. Right. (laughs) Let me first just say. I agree. They should get paid for the rewrite. But in the cleaning, <laughs> no, but, but in the cleaning continue. analogy, but in the cleaning analogy, if I pay you to come to my house and clean it, and mm-hmm. you don't do a good job at cleaning it, I shouldn't have to pay you to come back and do the job you should have did the first time I but hired Jakees, you to do the I job. I think there's a fundamental misunderstanding of what a rewrite is because what a rewrite <laughs> is it isn't that you did a bad job; it's that the person doesn't like it and wants things changed. That's okay. completely okay. different. Yeah, that's okay. completely different. If you look, if I come over and I wash your dishes, mm-hmm. and you didn't tell me where you want the cups to go, and so I put the cups with the other cups, and you was like, "No, but I moved. I meant to tell you I was moving the cups, okay. and I just didn't tell you." Then you can't be like, "Well, now you got to come move the cups and do all the shit for free if you didn't tell me the first time." That exactly. You're like, "Look, this isn't. I just don't feel like the character of the cups matches where I wanted it here. So now we've got to <laughs> move around these fucking cups. You know what I mean? Like, uh, 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 say you were a person who had someone come in and do do all your stuff, and you ain't got nowhere to put like all of the pots and pans you have, so they put it in the oven." and you don't like having it in the oven you can't be like well now you got to come back and like rewash them dishes and, and put them in these different cabinets like that's not fair and that's not that's like and, and also I, look if you're someone who writes for yourself and you're tyler perry i don't know how good the notes are that he was giving people before they started writing stuff <laughs> I don't know. probably not good i don't know all. how good because he's probably not very good at giving people direction because he's used to like he's Doing used to just being himself yeah, he's used to doing it all himself. Like he and then and then whoever puts the microphones in the wigs puts the microphones in the wigs. That ain't his business. And then he just keeps it pushing. He doesn't know how to do it. It's so. I mean, it's just like you know, like in TV, right? Like when you write a script, 
the reason why they pay you so much is because after <laughs> that, your showrunner gets to do whatever they want with yeah. it. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? That's why you gave me the 27K. So if afterwards you want to write doo-doo caca as every word, that's your business. <laughs> Just don't take my name off of it. You gave me $27,000 to say, shut the fuck up. I'm going to do what I rewrite. But yep. if you're going to come to me and ask me to rewrite it, you got you to gotta give me a little bit more money. Like, you, you, you got to give me a little. Because I took the money so that you could go rewrite it. But you want me to rewrite it for free? No, sir. Agreed. No, sir. Agreed. But them cups, though. You could have opened it. I'm joking. (laughs) This metaphor has run away from me. And I don't know if you noticed, I do not do dishes. So I don't know how. I'm like, what could possible problems with doing dishes be? I don't know. I'll never do dishes. I think if somebody put my cups in the oven, I would just never hire them again. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be like. You put my cups in the oven, homie. Like, you could have just left them on the counter, and that would have been acceptable. I would have been mad, but... You could have left them dirty, and I would have been less mad than clean cups in the oven. What if I wanted to preheat my oven, and now I'm smelling smoke and fire? Yeah, I fucking burnt ceramic cups in my oven. Why are you mad at me for being a creative thinker? Why are you mad at me for not letting my imagination run wild? (laughs) Ain't no wrong answers during a first draft. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's, what, that's what you say when they call like why you put my cups in the oven yo that was the first draft next time I'll put them somewhere else look, just that, look hey it's, we're doing brainstorms there's no wrong ideas during a brainstorm that is a good statement and a dangerous statement of there are no bad ideas in the first draft like I can see me running wild with some shit like that like hey man I said nigger every other word because there ain't no bad ideas in the first draft I was just, I was just feeling myself I didn't know where we was going I knew we were going to rewrite it <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, I that Edgar saying the word nigger just made me remember the first time uh, I was like, I love this girl Danielle, um, which is a weird like thing to make me think of it. But I think the first time me and you met, we were talking to you have a show, Tights and Fights, yes. and the first time I was on it uh, was right around when WWE was letting Hulk Hogan's racist ass back into <laughs> the fold, uh, and. And man, when I say that I got so much energy and life from watching somebody go off on that, <laughs> I, was, I got I, so much energy and life watching you go off. You went off for a straight five minutes and I fucking loved every I goddamn did. second of it. And it was amazing. There was a period of tights and fights that was just me yelling for like, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost weary now where it's like, mm. I almost just, I'm, I'm the dog that's been hit too often. I'm just tired. <laughs> hear my voice but there was a there was a good moment where like if you wanted to hear me yell for five minutes tights and fights was was the places for all of your danielle yelling needs it's therapeutic though yeah what are some stuff that you're yelling about lately uh aew need to figure out their fucking women's division you have all these talented women that you have working there you got big swole where's she at on dark fuck you why isn't she on your tv they're getting all of these other new women in which is really exciting but it's like the problem with their women's roster isn't that they didn't have one that was deep enough literally y'all have one women's match maybe an episode for fucking five minutes as long as you got two women you got a women's roster give me four women and give me two matches you don't have to keep like worrying about how many women that you have and just keep like it's like the thing we complain about with Vince where he just uh collects like all of his dollies and he collects all of these wrestlers and just puts them on the fucking shelf and they never do anything with them I feel the same way like AEW is getting all of these very talented women in and they're not doing anything with their women's division and you know a lot of places are like that 
It's frustrating with AEW because they came out the box. Cody was like kicking shit in like, oh, this ain't your daddy's wrestling company. Uh, it turns out it's just his daddy's wrestling company because all it is is like all of his daddy's friends, which you, Lord knows everyone loves Dream. This is no disrespect to Dream. But like when you come out and you're like, we're fucking progressive, like, you know, and, and they did big things, you know, uh, 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 having a, a, a trans uh, lady wrestler as your uh, as a champion. That's dope. That's mm, yeah. Crazy and amazing, and, and I loved it. But it's like they're offering all of these things about representation, and they're not doing the basic shit. Like I, I thank God for Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss is amazing. I love all of his work with Dustin. Um, there are good things to be said there, but it's like you can't even give me a woman's match right now. Like I don't know, you know. And and they're doing better with black wrestlers, but it's just. You know, you you promise that you're going to be this big progressive company and you're just giving us a lot more of the same. Mm. Um, and that's fine. But just like, don't come out and have that be the thing that you say that you're going to do. And now it's all just like his friends. who. And that, the other thing is like, oh, it's not just going to be a bunch of fire WWE guys. Well, the last three months says differently, sirs. Mm. Um, I don't. You know, Literally everybody who gets fired from WWE shows up on AEW in two weeks. <laughs> and some people like, yo, the revival, we all knew they were going to go to AEW. That makes perfect sense because those dudes are homies. I get it. But it's like, Zach, just all of these people where it's like, I'm happy that you're getting a shot to do something else. But when you say that you're going to do something in interesting and new and all you're giving me is fucking you know, dark shows from SmackDown. All you're giving me is Saturday night, whatever the fuck. Oh, I don't even remember what the other shows are called. Are you giving me Sunday night heat, the equivalent, essentially? Like, it's... Eh. It's frustrating. Yeah, I got, uh, Sorry. Wow. Uh, apparently, I still have another five-minute wrestling rant in me. Mm -hmm. It's Jeez. all good. It's I all good. It. Yeah, oh, we, we only have to do 25 more minutes of podcast now, so thank you so much. <laughs> See? You invite me on. I'll yell for 20 of them minutes. Look, I got to be nice on SJU. I don't yell on SJU. Yeah, SJU was my, like, very calm, this is where I go to make fart jokes about, mm -hmm. like, about, like, silly topics. Uh, uh, so my other podcasts, it's funny because you'll get people who will listen to something I do and they're like, oh, that's not. And I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, SJU, Danielle. And other projects, Danielle's, they're different. They're different Danielle's. I love that shit, though. I love when people, uh, <laughs> Edgar, you said a homie of yours in the room just had that experience with me because he listened to the deliberation and then he started listening to this show, which I yeah. feel like I'm the same, but apparently I'm not. <laughs> he, said, he said that you're far more problematic on this show, which Damn. deterred him forever wanting to be on this show see that word that <laughs> word is tough that word is tough because problematic makes it seem like i'm problematic when yeah, i'm not problematic he's joking around he's a, he's a fellow black man what he's saying is that you have wild takes That's oh yeah there you go wild 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 is a good one wild That's, i would because <laughs> problematic means something very specific and we on the internet gotta stop abusing words because words mean things and so when That's you say true. problematic to me it means something very uh, specific other than just like, oh, wow, that's wild. You know what I mean? I had someone, gosh, who was it? So Ed Greer, who's someone who's on uh, or was back when we had a studio um, on SJU a lot. He still works with us and stuff. Um, he doesn't like Jedi. That's like his thing. And I saw someone once say that it's like Ed's problematic critique of Jedi. No, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> Yeah. That's not Yo, what he don't doing. like the Jedi's. He's problematic. Yeah, like, we're not doing that. Words words mean things, and when you start like 
when you start watering them down like that is when like none of this stuff means anything anymore. And some of it's kind of really important. I agree. Yeah. I think we should only use words like that for people who deserve it. Like Matt Apodaca, who like, is, he is problematic. He is. An you just made me like, spit is, on my keyboard. He is all of those things. So I think we should save those words for who it really matters. Why y'all bully that man? We don't bully Matt. We don't bully we love Matt at Matt. all. We That's love my boy. Matt. I've worked with Matt since 2016. Now, Matt is that the is same the time producer. Donald Trump became president? Yeah, but I've worked with him since then. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> listen, Matt is the best producer that Culture Kings has ever had. That's ever. facts. Now, That's facts. when he became our producer, did the world go into a pandemic? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Facts. These, These are just, are just facts. facts. These are facts. Before Matt was our producer, everything was fine. And then he became our producer and the world went to shit. You know, so, you know, but, so that's not bullying. We're just saying the truth. Before I met Matt, Obama was president. I was engaged. And after I met Matt, you can't blame him on you both of those engaged. two things were not true. <laughs> Why are you not engaged anymore? Was she putting cups in the oven? She was putting cups, she was she was putting cups, cups in the oven as instructed by Matt Epidoc. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, you know, listen, these are just these are just the facts. I'm sorry. And Matt, don't you say a word. Don't you say a word. <laughs> uh, but, yo, wanna, go ahead, Edgar. I want to go back to what you were saying, though, because it does seem like that is like kind of an, an issue in Hollywood overall. Like there's this like idea of I like this talent. I may not have space for them, but I definitely don't want the competition to have this talent. So right. I'll just buy them up yep. and put them on the shelf just so that this other place doesn't have access to them. That's even though exactly, I'm not going to use them. Yep, that's exactly. And I think that that does happen. Um where people get locked up in contracts and other things. It is. It's just like, you know, it's like uh, uh, buying a bunch of Funko Pops and then just like leaving them all in the box. It's like, cool, but you can't like, you can't, you know, you can't recreate like your favorite movie scenes while you got like all of your toys in a box. Like you got to open them up and play with them. Toys are to be played with, she says as she stares. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a big shot at, no. at nerd culture overall. All, all, all my toys are in the box. They're all in the box. If I had good comics, they'd be slabbed. But that's because I'm grown. And that is, to me, to me, that's less about nerd culture. That is the version of keeping the plastic on the couch when you're, mm-hmm. you're you know, I, I am of auntie age. Um, that's my auntieism. Instead of keeping the plastic on the couch, I keep, I keep my Funkos in the box. Keeping plastic on the couch was wild. My grandma did that for like two or three years when I was a shorty. And that shit sucks, man. Your legs be sweating and sticking to the couch. And stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know who in the, the black world thought that was a good idea. And it just took over our culture. <laughs> well, and it like flakes off too. So you would get, it would be like poking you in like the back of the leg and yes. like, yeah, because it would start to come off. Yes. And yep. who was that? You was like, the, the idea, I guess, was always like, well, if the president comes over, I'll take the plastic off the couch. <laughs> He's never coming. Is the thing you Reagan mean Reagan? Never, you mean Reagan and Reagan wasn't coming to Reagan was to not coming. I was saying it wasn't even a good president. Like it wasn't. Like, <laughs> right. It was all bad presidents. Back would, then. Jesse Jackson's not coming over. Jesse Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan's not coming over. <laughs> like, that, who was that plastic for? Get a duvet. A duvet? Isn't that just for? Isn't that a comforter? 
Well, you can get like covers, like get a uh, cover so you can put it on. I have a way oh, to blanket, so mean. I have like a cover on it so you oh, can do I that for a, couches. See, listen, I'm there with you. I got a weighted blanket too. Yeah. Gang gang. That shit is. Anxiety gang gang. Yeah, can I was going to say, how's that helping so, your anxiety? It's nice. It's nice. But, you know, not you know, <laughs> not much can help outside of my own brain just slowing fucking down. Uh, but it's nice. It helps me sleep. But can I can I say something? Something I was thinking the other day. This this always pops up. This always pops up uh, on the Internet every few months where there's a picture that says, you know, which one is the preferred way of sleeping with your partner if you're a couple, right? Oh. And it has like four pictures sometimes, and one of them would be like you're cuddled, you know, you're spooning. Mm-hmm. The other one is, you know, the arm under the cow- uh, under the head on the uh, shoulder. And then one of them is you back-to-back, and you sleeping and shit, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, mm, the people who back-to-back, those are the people who are unhappy, blah, blah, blah. Nice. And I'm like... Sometimes it's hot. It's like nah, the ones who talking about one through three are the ones who either knew <laughs> in that relationship. Yes. Because let me tell you something. When it ain't got nothing to do with the luster wearing off, sleep is nice, goddammit. And we be sleeping <laughs> back. We we kiss and we go back to back under our separate blankets. We ain't getting yes. no fuck. Oh, under separate blankets. No, man, I feel yeah. like you start. And I, I mean, like the night starts all spooned up and cuddled. And then towards, like, when people start moving around and stuff, see, one of my moves that I like, I like the back-to-back, but then, like, you hook your feet kind of together. So Mm -hmm. it's like, we're still touching. I still love you. (laughs) But my back ain't hot. (laughs) You don't like it? Edgar, you ain't ain't, ain't with the feet hooking? No. My feet are so private. (laughs) (laughs) Your feet are so private. Damn. All right, let me ask you this, Edgar. Let me ask you this. You was engaged before. Did y'all used to touch feet? No. My feet no. are so private, bro. Oh, and Anna don't touch Anna can't touch your feet either? Look, my feet have never left socks. I don't I think I might have been born out the womb with socks on, bro. How you want? Bro. Bro, we need to we need to we need to get that out of you, man. <laughs> I when can't we get do it. the first time we get back in studio, <laughs> the first thing we'll do is touch your feet. <laughs> no, no, don't, I don't know play if you, around. You I don't know if you want to. I just told you my feet have only been in socks. I don't think you should want to touch them at all. Look, you're going to have him on wicked feet. You better stop. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I used to do the feet hooking thing, too. But now we both sleep under two weighted blankets. And oh, them, that's nice. Should, yo, those ain't even socks. Those are house shoes. You got those socks house and shoes. house shoes on. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> it's so funny, man. I People who have an aversion to feet. Uh... I don't. It's just funny to me. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I get it. Do I mean, you? they're not like uh, you know. They're not. Here's the thing with feet: you're either like 100 percent or like mostly like eh on feet, or like you fucking love feet. And I feel like there isn't really like Thank much you. of a middle ground when it comes to just as far as touching, Thank as far you. as like touching feet goes, and as far Thank as you. like foot rubs and stuff. It's like I will rub the feet of someone I really care about. If they have just left the shower. Um, I'm not like boo feet. They're just not for me. But I feel Mm -hmm. like if people, if if you have like, I feel like most people have very strong feet feelings. You know, you're either like Edgar or you're like Quentin. And there's like very few in between. Who's Quentin? Tantino. Oh, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's <laughs> that's the only nigga that's named a, Quentin that likes feet. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sure there's a Jamaican Quentin that likes feet. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, I like the feet too, baby. <laughs> Whoa, let's run that, that back. Bad. Let's run that back. Now let's keep going. Now let's keep going. That back. Let's keep going. No, no, no. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's talk about the knees now. Let's talk about the knees. <laughs> I actually had a question for you, Danielle. What's up? Uh, you used to work for Screen Junkies, is that correct? Uh, still do. Yeah, you yeah. Still do. Uh, yeah. yeah, Screen Junkies and fandom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, is there any sort of recovery process when that job is over? Like, is there any sort of like weaning off the screen? Like, maybe like taking a couple of days off? Like, you know, how do you go cold turkey off the screen after being a junkie for it for so long? Um, I think it's like you, it's like a methadone where mm. instead of uh, you, you go to smaller and smaller screens. Mm. Um, so at a certain point, you're just looking at your own phone. And then eventually you get to the point where it's like you just have somebody holding a TV outside your window a couple of hours a day. And then you just that's how you can get your screen time in. You know, I can uh, occasionally like drive by a drive through and that'll get me my hit for the day. Stuff like that. You OK, know? thank you for answering the question. I hope that you reach that someday. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you looking out for my well-being. Um, and thank you for being uh, so kind with such a t- sensitive topic. Um, what do you think of gas station screens? You know, oh, that's a good question. I have been on gas station TV more often <laughs> than I would like to admit. Um, oh, for real? If my family ever sees me working, it's because they were out of fucking shell or some shit. More of them have seen me on gas station TV than ever watched my fucking cable show. Like, (laughs) way more of them. So I would get texts that's like, baby, your auntie just told me she saw you on gas station TV and you was being real funny about them people trying to secede from California. And I'm like, okay, all right, okay. That's so funny. Did did anyone watch me on sci-fi? No, no, you guys just watched the... Gas station TV I made months ago where I'm probably talking about, I don't know, fucking Henry Cavill. Who knows? Who gives a shit? Like, uh, do you, when you do those things, do you know that they are going to be on gas station television? No. Um, so you just find out. And because, <laughs> you know, back in the day, when, like with commercials and shit, that's how you would find out is other people telling you on Facebook, yo, I saw your commercial. And that's how you knew it was out. Yeah. Uh, is that how you find out shit is out? Is yo, I saw your shit on a gas station TV. Yeah, that's exactly week. it. I used to work for, I would do work for this company called What's Trending. And I guess they had a, a, an agreement with the gas station TV, which I did not know about. Um, so yeah, then all of a sudden, like these like very silly, you know, four minute, five minute videos that I would like write and then host um, would just be there while you're um, pumping that sweet, sweet gas or whatever. Uh, it's, very odd. It's very, very weird. Um, cause I kind of always thought people were joking when they talked about gas station TV. I like, I figured it was like, you know, a, a different kind of whatever programming. Um, but no, I guess, uh, I fit the gas station demo. When you think of, uh, <laughs> when you think of hot, hot gas, you think of Danielle Radford. And I'm proud okay. of that. I've made okay. my mark. Yeah, I'll be proud I, of that. I'd hope that the gas wasn't hot because then that would make <laughs> it a lot more combustible, but absolutely. <laughs> I make the gas hot. <laughs> Actually, what? I don't think that's how gas works. I think gas could be hot. I just think you can't put it near fire. 
Jaquise, I don't know if you want to go around boiling gas, brother. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't mean boil the gas. That's hot. What do you think? What do you think boiling is? Uh, there's a lot in between hot and boiling. <laughs> boiling is gas, very hot. I don't think you should get gas hot, brother. I'm just gonna go on record saying I don't think you should ever get gas hot. Let's fucking try it. Yeah, oh yeah, let's try it. Gas All not right, cold. Let's ask this question of our listeners: How hot should gas get? <laughs> is this going to be another paper towel? Uh, <laughs> I think gas could get hot. I think you could get gas up to a hundred degrees. You should get gas hot ever. Keep what? the gas cool until it's in your engine. <laughs> but where, how is that even a thing? Yo, the gas engines is hot underground. Hot. Yeah, engines are hot. But that's where it's being processed in a proper way. I don't, if you got a can of gas and it's hot, I think that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think leave, that's true. Leave, leave a can of gas out on a hot day in Arizona to see what happens. It was gonna, it's nothing. It's not going to catch on fire. <laughs> it's just if it's in hot. a proper thing, that doesn't catch temperature, right? Like those okay. things that they're in are to keep it at a certain temperature. If you keep it in like a cup, I don't know. Danielle, this is perfect, actually, because <laughs> you're, you, you wrote on a show called The Great Debate. I did. <laughs> sci-fi. I did. And I actually, I actually wanted to have you uh, uh, give us something to debate, but this is a first. This is a good entry into into something <laughs> because Edgar's arguing that if if you get gas hot, just the liquid gas that is going to catch on fire, and I'm arguing that that's that's insane. <laughs> like that's ludicrous, and no, it won't. What do you say? I, I Here's the thing. The, the great thing about the great debate is that they were subjective arguments. I feel like this has an objective truth. I just feel like we are not the people who know it. Um, okay. Someone knows the objective truth about hot gas, um, okay. but it is no one on the Zoom call. But I will say, I think, I, I feel like it gets hot in California, and I've never heard of gas exploding in gas cans. Because gas cans are uh, in a <laughs> material that is meant to stay at a certain temperature. So are some okay, of them in plastic. Yeah, some of them are in plastic. plastic. What do you mean? But the plastic. red, the red, uh, no, red. little red gas containers. Yeah, but that's like the same kind of plastic that you make coolers and shit out of. Like that also keeps temperatures like at a certain rate. What do y'all talk about? Yeah, I think like plastic can't be used to keep something cool. Okay, so what gas are you talking about? Are you saying we're talking about like, gasoline? Let's just be honest. We're talking no, about I gasoline. Get that. But in okay. what state are does the gas in your point have to be just like in an open cup yes. <laughs> the way people keep gas the the if a gas, gas is in an open cup and it's like, hot that's, that's how a I problem keep my gas. you don't just keep your gas in open cups look i'm reading about really? it right now on forbes because <laughs> i'm like bro where like yeah if you just got the gas just in a puddle think keep the gas cool Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. All right, bro. Well, Edgar, what's your big advice going into this hot September? Keep your gas cool, bro. Keep your gas cool. (laughs) Put your gas under some AC before you heat it up. Put a couple ice cubes in the tank, bro. Look out for yourself. (laughs) See, I don't like to put ice cubes in my gas because the problem is that when the ice melts, now you just have watered down gas. That's true. I guess so. But Danielle, you put cups in ovens. So, like. Where else is a better place to put my cup of gas than in the, in the oven? You're right. No, no, you're right. This is everything I don't want. You're right. You're right. You're right. I apologize. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yo, what what is what was one of your uh, first of all? If anybody 
hasn't watched The Great Debate on Sci-Fi. It's super funny. You guys had some really fun-ass guests. Uh, What was one of your favorite debates that you guys came up with uh, in that room? Uh, Not not what was one of the favorite debates that actually ended up being debated, but like, Mm -hmm. what was one that you was like, this is going to be a good-ass thing to talk about? Oh, geez. Um, I don't know if we wound up. I got to be careful because if we get a season two, I don't want to. Uh, that's right. That's right. I don't like because we're uh, we will we will use some of this shit again um, like because gotcha. we, we'll, we had some stuff that I really loved. Um, okay. I think one of my ones that I really liked was like favorite. It was like a, a cliche, like movie cliches that people hate. Um, so it's things like, uh, and I don't remember if this got used on the show, but things like, you know, someone will be making, or TV, someone will be making this huge breakfast and everyone comes down and then they just grab like a piece of toast and bale oh, on this like so huge mad. That breakfast. makes me so, every kid does that shit. It makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like your mom had been up there. And then everyone just leaves and like no one eats the food. Um, yeah, or, that's a good one. That's a good, that's a good one. one. Yeah. What was another one that like uh, not locking your door when you like leave your car? was another one that people like hate that I one do. is a cliche. I do that. It bugs, them. It bugs me sometimes, sometimes when it's like, I don't see people shut their doors, especially like, uh, uh, this isn't even in movies, but like in books when someone will be like, you know, I opened the door and this person was there and they never like tell me if they shut the door or not. And now I'm just like, well, is that door still open? <laughs> like, did uh, you guys not? Which, that's ref- just me. That's just me. Refrigerator being- logic. A lot of refrigerator logic. Right. Right. So, uh, yeah. So stuff like that was really fun. And I mean, um, best weapon obviously was great because you had people fighting about lightsabers and all that stuff. Um, I always really liked, um, yeah, those, those are, those are some of my favorite ones. Okay. It's hard because it's like, I, the writing, I don't know. Cause I had like two jobs on the show. Um, so I was, uh, I was one of the, the content producers. So I was, um, writing and producing like, or, uh, some of the scripts and, and some of the ideas nice. and then also dealing with talent. And then when we were actually doing the show, I was in the booth because I was also, uh, the voice of DB8. And so like when I'm thinking of the show, like, thinking of the process of writing it and breaking it and then thinking of being in the booth and writing jokes for DB um, as the show is going or like mm-hmm. two different head spaces. So it's like trying That's to true. You I can do you. it all though. You can do it all though. I see you. I can do some of it kind of. You can, you can, you can do dishes, but you can host the shit and write the shit out of a show. That's what we know. No, no, no. No, hold on, Edgar. She could do dishes. The she dishes what, part was fine. She just don't, she don't know where to put them dishes. That's true. That's true. Let me be clear. Let me be clear with my critique. Don't have me come over. I'm going to have all your shit in the bathtub. Yeah. I'm trying, to be cl- I'm trying to be clear with my notes. I'm not trying to Tyler Perry my notes. That's right. That's right. You know a cliche in the movie that I hate, though? What's one? Around, surrounded around food that I don't, I've never seen happen. I don't think it ever would happen is somebody like cooking a big ass meal like for dinner mm-hmm. And then, like, the husband or the partner or whatever coming home with, like, pieces. And then, like, the, uh, and then, like, the, the, I'm mad. They did this in Love and Basketball where she talked mm. about, you made a big ass meal and dad just came in with pieces and you didn't say nothing. Man, ain't nobody buying a whole bunch of pieces without conferring with the person, the people in the house or knowing who's cooking in the crib. I hate and that. And also, it's fucking pizza. It tastes delicious the next day. That's you true. know what I mean? Like, because because here's because here's the thing is like, okay, someone makes this big beautiful meal. Someone else just comes home with pizzas. Why are we mad that someone was like, I'm gonna surprise you with a pizza? If someone hadn't cooked, you'd have been really grateful for that pizza. You'd have been like, someone thought of us and took time out of their day 
to go get that pizza and bring that pizza home. Like you wouldn't be upset about it. And yeah. like, yeah, you don't let the kids eat the pizza. You like put the pizzas in the Ziplocs and then you put them away or you freeze the pizza. But like, I don't think that, I don't think it's like a shitty husband thing to be like, oh, maybe my wife is tired. Maybe I'll just go ahead and make sure I, ta- I take care of dinner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I don't know. Yeah. I'm the type who would just bring pizza home because I'm like, everybody's tired. You know, also, I mean, in the same thing, it's like, well, you cooked all this food and you didn't tell him before he went out and spent, you know, that $20 on some. That's seasons. what I'm arguing. That's, That's what I'm arguing. Faults on I both think, sides. I think either part of it. Nobody would do either part of it without saying like, yo, I'm just about to bring back a whole bunch of pieces or yo, I'm cooking a big ass meal. Well, it's I like angry gift of the Magi, right? Like two people trying to surprise each other with something cool and then just everybody's mad at the end of it. What was yeah. that? What'd you say? What was the angry gift, gift, gift of the, the what? Gift of the, <laughs> gift of, uh, gift of the Magi. Like, gift so of the Magi. Classic, it's a classic Christmas story where the girl, the guy sells his guitar to buy the girl like hair locks or hair something for the hair pieces and then she cuts her hair to buy him something nice for his guitar so then they both show up with the gifts yeah they don't <laughs> yeah so it's like a, it's a it's a uh, so some some poor white people uh he has this watch from his dad oh, and so watch, she, yeah. so she wants to get him a strap for his watch for christmas so she sells off her hair because she's got this gorgeous hair so uh-huh. he gets her this beautiful like expensive hair clip for her hair because she got this gorgeous hair and then she show up bald and so he gets rid of his watch so she show up bald he show up with nothing on his wrist happy christmas <laughs> <laughs> i always felt like she took more of an l than he did like her, yeah, her, she her figure is like you know what i mean like she just looks different now that's true, and she but might rock it. Her she hair, might rock her hair it. Will, I, her hair will probably grow back though, and that's yeah, true. That, he can't he can't regrow his daddy. He watch. can't regrow his daddy's re- watch. You know, we saw we saw what people do for their daddy's watch. Remember the movie Life? That nigga went to jail for eighty years for his daddy's watch. Uh, y'all don't remember? I don't that? remember. I do remember Life. life. <laughs> I did. No, I do remember that movie Life. Uh, he and he did. He he went to jail for a watch. Uh, in, in Pulp Fiction, very famously, somebody uh put a, someone else's dad's someone watch else's in their daddy's ass. watch in their ass. That's right. That's Watches right. mean things apparently. Wow, that's <laughs> Not just crazy. What time it is? Here's what bothers me in movies: two things. One is when a character drives somewhere and then they walk and or take a taxi home. That bothers Ooh. me a lot. That happens a lot. Uh, and then uh, the second one is when they are kissing and they go straight to penetration. I'm just like, <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, when they go to penetration in like 10 seconds, I'm like, hold on. That's not, no. There's something wrong here. You're not going to put on a condom. You're not going to at least go down, you know, add a little lubrication with your tongue mm. at least. Like, you're just going to mm. go straight in dry. We don't know what your dick situation has been like. Like, you want me to assume that your dick is, like, or she mm. might not be, like, you know I me. Mean? There's a lot of assumptions that people are just wet on the ready to have sex immediately. Mm. Yeah, not, uh, okay. uh, uh, the WAP is a situational thing. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, WAPs are, WAPs are situational. Like, so uh, it's either two things. His dick is pre-lubricated or two, she'd been wet the entire scene. Those are the only two options. Mm. Well, and sometimes if it's one of those things where it's like it's been building and then it's like, oh, they've been like creaming for each other this entire movie. And then now is when the dam breaks. It's like, okay, like I get it. Like they're so hot for each other. It's already there. But like that only works if the chemistry with the actors says that and if the chemistry with the actors isn't there then yeah it is definitely like oh girl i know that hurt no <laughs> oh, you should go get some monostat you guys can't be put it in dry that That's is true. a recipe for that is a sure. recipe for yeast infections and bv 
That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Also, it just sounds like Edgar, you you're just advocating for you know foreplay and 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 taking care of your partner's needs, and mm-hmm. I think that's okay, man. I think that's yeah. Okay. That's all I'm saying, bro. And penetration ain't the most important part of sex. I think communication <laughs> is. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> you mean your Ed talk? Oh damn. Okay. No, nope, don't. Somebody got that. a job today. Look, don't reward Tyler, it. Perry, Tyler Perry may not hire you, but I'm going to hire you, Daniel. I'll tell you don't, that right now. Don't do it. <laughs> it's not the only regret. Only regret. You should use that, Edgar. Your ad talk. That. And make sure you credit Danielle every time. Every time. I'm going to use that. Every time I do yeah, it on the that, pod. Welcome to Ad Talks by Danielle Rafford. <laughs> Which is very confusing. Yeah, she's definitely put my name on it, but only if it's the ones about making sure that people got creamy puss. If it's not specifically, wow, I am... Dirty on this podcast. Y'all it's are our, bad it's our podcast. It's our podcast. It's, it's not we're so bad sorry. We're so sorry. I just said creamy post like eight times. I'm it's, so sorry, Colin. It's us. It's, us. it's 100 us. It's not you. You are an yeah. outstanding person. And here's what's crazy: is that Jaquise and I take it to every podcast we go to. As well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I code switch. I, I, I am a code switcher like a motherfucker. I think it's just from growing up on military bases. Um, yeah. My code switch, depending on what podcast I am, because not every podcast wants to hear about the creamy pussy. Uh, sometimes I have to talk about, uh, uh, you know, the Bechtel test. Um, and maybe that's <laughs> hey, those two things talk. are not mutually exclusive. I agree that they are not mutually exclusive. Uh, and I that's believe true. the French film Blue is the something color. Is all uh, is Blue is the warmest color. Blue is the warmest color i also uh, think Jaquise and i need to stop telling you about these very female-centric things it's <laughs> <laughs> blue is the warmest color uh, and you can talk about wet ass pussies with uh, with the pectoral test okay no i definitely think that what you should do is talk over the woman on the podcast more i think that, that is, no See? it's fine See? this is a conversation uh, <laughs> you're having a good time here notice Nothing i've been silent happening See, just, but, just but did it, why? Jaquise. Damn, you just did Damn. it. Damn. <laughs> Looks like your homie was right. I apologize. <laughs> this is Jaquise respecting women. <laughs> <laughs> yes, staying silent. Yes, yes. Uh, have you seen Blue is the Warmest Color? That movie is fucking wild, and I loved it. It is a really, really good movie. It, yeah. It's kind of a bummer that it all, the only thing that people remember is that long ass sex scene. It was um, so long. It was like a 20 minute sex scene. So long. <laughs> it's so long. There was reports of people like just getting up and walking out at Sundance. And like when I first heard that, I was like, yo, that, that's whack. Y'all need to stop that shit. Yeah. But then when I like saw it, and I was in the comfort of my own crib when I saw it, but I was like, this shit's still going like we you are literally still, watching them fuck for 20 minutes. Like, it's it's real time. Yeah. No, they 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 are they are fake fucking in real time. Yes. So and it is so long. And I can see at a certain point it gets uncomfortable just to feel like you're watching some other people have sex for 20 minutes. Also, I know them girls cramped. That's a long day on set. You know they cramped. I was going to say, wasn't there like a report that like one of the actors felt like the director pushed them too far? I feel like um, you could just point to that seed. Yeah, you don't need to. I don't need to yeah. see. I don't need a memo. I don't need to hear about a conversation. You can simply show me the scene where they're cracking tacos for 40 minutes. Cracking like, tacos. Yeah, no, like, cracking tacos. That's too far for even this podcast. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm gay as shit. When you're queer, you can call it cracking. If you've actually cracked tacos, you can call it cracking tacos. <laughs> 
I don't think I've no. ever heard that in my life. She said they spent 20 minutes cracking tacos. That's the God. best fucking See, and this I've is ever why heard I have in my life. Co- this is why I have to code switch on podcasts. I can't I think back in tacos on SJU. <laughs> you are already welcome back anytime, but now you're definitely welcome back anytime. Oh like my that gosh. is that Danielle is Radford so after dark. <laughs> Only oh. available on Culture Kings. <laughs> Cracking tacos. Matt, if you don't name this episode, I don't know. Do we have permission to name this episode Cracking Tacos? Is that bad? Is that bad? Will that will that reflect bad on us? I feel like people won't know what we're talking about <laughs> and then they'll get to the point and be like, oh, this is like you know what I mean? Like WAP. When you first look at WAP, you're like, oh, that's a silly name for a song. And then you realize what it is, you go, Oh, it's gonna be like that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Just just name the episode Tacos. That's it. <laughs> oh, last thing I wanna we got it. We gotta talk about just like nerd culture a little bit. Okay. Uh yeah, because I don't know, 2019 was a big year for no nerd culture and Marvel, everything like that. And then yeah. this year was gonna be a big ass year for it, and then the yeah. pandemic happened and shit like that. Uh I was actually gonna go to Comic Con this year for the first time and that didn't happen, so I'm Damn, bummed yeah. about that. But yeah, what's it? Uh, you know, everything is everything is all hold. Everybody is backing shit up, mm-hmm. and this is the longest we've gone without new it's, nerd shit to talk about, bro. It's so it's so dry. I went and saw New Mutants. Yeah, that's how dry terrible. it is out here. Oh, <laughs> it was boy. very bad. Oh boy, you, you went and saw it where. Uh, they're, they're, uh, they're, I probably not anymore. I feel like everyone who was going to see that movie saw it last weekend. Um, but the Rose Bowl, uh, has a drive-in set up in their parking lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which so I dope. went in, yeah, so I went in, um, uh, me and a friend, cause I don't drive. Um, don't do dishes, don't drive. I'm useless. Uh, I don't cook, <laughs> I don't clean. Um, but, uh, a friend, uh, so we went, uh, cause that's how just I, how much I have been missing movies. And... Uh, I think it is an interesting choice to take one of the most popular new mutants, Ileana Rasputin, um, easily in the 80s, one of the most popular, still very popular, still beloved character, and make her a straight up racist. I thought that was quite a choice. Yeah, That's definitely a choice. Every other word out of her mouth is just Native American slander, like just indigenous folks slander she's calling wow. she's calling danny uh uh pocahontas and standing rock and like it's like it's tough uh, it's wow what a choice and, right and y'all reshot for this shit they didn't reshoot he's oh, they mad didn't that they, yeah no they didn't do reshoots um josh mm. boone i think uh, i believe that was the director he came out and was like no like i wanted to do reshoots because every movie does reshoots now and he right. was like no we didn't do our reshoots and i guess like a couple of the actresses called him and was like y'all did reshoots without me and he was like no we never did no reshoots um so no they didn't do any uh would have done him some good i will say this uh there are two really 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 good parts of new mutants um they both take place in the rec center and the kids are kind of hanging out and on the tv behind them they are playing episodes of buffy and one of them is the body and the other one is Hush. And so during those moments when you're watching The Body and Hush, those are really good moments of New Mutants. <laughs> so the moments where you're watching good episodes yep. of another thing is yep. the best moments of the movie? Yep. That's a glowing, mm-hmm. that's, that's a glowing, glowing uh, yep. Real good. Uh, recommendation. Uh, little- 
literally me and my friend just kept turning to each other, uh, Adam, and we were like, can we just watch Buffy? Just keep it on. I'll watch it with all of their heads in front of it, MST3K style, but just keep showing me the body because this is a really good episode. I think that's going to be a quote pull on the new uh, on the new TV commercial for it. <laughs> <laughs> can we just watch Buffy? Daniel Rafford, Rafford, Radford, one star. Can we just watch Buffy? <laughs> can we just watch Buffy? <laughs> Can this just be Buffy now? Uh, um, they're all great actors. Maisie is amazing. Um, yeah. It just, yeah, it just didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't do it for me. I'm sure it did it for lots of, for someone. No, I heard a lot just of people say it was pretty bad, but you it's know, not, that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. What were you looking most forward to this year then that, that didn't come out? Uh, Wonder Woman. Mm. I was really looking forward to Wonder Woman 84. Me too. Yeah. Uh, like really, really, really looking forward to it. Seeing seeing her in the 80s, uh, getting all that goodness. Uh, I, I, I want to see Tenet. I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. They could do that drive-in style too, I guess. I'm he not sure. He seems like he doesn't want to do it in drive-ins, which I think is fair. No. I mean, I'm already I, upset yeah. with him. I already think he's so fucking lame. Like, I, I used to be his biggest fan, and I think the way that he's handled this has made me think he's a big fucking baby, but the fact that he's, like, doesn't want to do it in drive-ins I think is, like, your movie's not that important. I'm sorry. Your movie's not that important. <laughs> well, there are more look, important movies available on Hulu right now. Your movie's not that important. <laughs> he's, like, a visual dude. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I understand, like, you know, you do want to go see his movies in, like, an IMAX. Like, you do want, like, the full experience. But a drive-in, it's a big screen, my dude. You know, I know yeah. it's not the bubble that you want it to be, but at the same time, it is, I guess it's, if if you don't want to do it in the limited ways we can do it now, then just don't release it. Yeah, you know? yeah just, man. Just hold just off. Just watch hold that off. shit. Watch that shit in your IMAX theater you have in your house. Like, yeah. you can bring some yeah. friends over and y'all can all watch it and jerk off about how visually great it is. But for me, it's just like, the people need entertainment and you think that your entertainment should only be watched in a way that endangers the people. So go fuck yourself. That's just how I feel about Christopher. Ooh, Nolan. Heck, big man. Yeah, I know. I appreciate listen. it. I think that's no, I very it. fair uh, because so many other studios have backed their shit up overseas too. And that was his thing. His thing was like, well, I don't want to push it because it's going to release in China. I think uh, is what I read. And then spoilers would be a thing and stuff like that. And I'm like, then just push it back to 2021. Like, we'll enjoy it. It'll be more enjoyable than what this lead up that we've had to it. And yeah. now people are just like, I don't know if Tenant is going to be worth it. And that's the wrong way I'm you want people going, to go into. <laughs> I'm not going into a movie theater. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, like, I don't, <clears throat> excuse me. Wow. I can't think of a movie right now that I would go into and risk a movie theater. None experience unless it was like i'm the only nigga in the theater and you <laughs> yeah. can't actually run movie theaters that way where it's just me yeah. so but the drive-in thing is perfect um it it's is. like you and like a couple people in a bubble they've got you know they've got food they had like food trucks and everything and you can you know bring your own food in because you were in a car um it was like 35 bucks for the whole car uh so you can get like people that you know and like and and you know trust and hopefully you know sit in the back because maybe you're safer that way in case somebody does have the coughs and sniffs but yeah i'm not going into i'm wonder woman 84 like honestly right now if if the, if somehow it happened that this was the year that endgame came out i'm not seeing endgame in a theater i'm not seeing any movie in a theater right now i'm not doing it yeah i would have saw 
I would have saw Sonic in the theater. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, you would have. No, no, you hope proud. I'm trying you to think. Proud. I'm trying to think. What if, if is there a movie not that came out recently, but in my life that when it was coming out, I would have saw in the theater. And the only thing I can think of, if you put the way I felt about it coming out then and place it to how I would feel now, mm-hmm. would probably be The Dark Knight, and that's it. That's it. I would, I and even cried. now, I, yeah. I wouldn't go see it. But I'm saying if you put how I felt about how yeah. excited I was for it to come out, I would have went to go see The Dark Knight. You but know, Jaquise, you're I'd right, cry. because I was in New York when that movie dropped, and my aunt was just like, I'm not letting you and your cousin go to the movie theaters. So him oh, and I were right, like, right, right. can we borrow the digital camera and go to the park? And we went to the park and we took a bunch of fake pictures of us, like hanging out <laughs> at the park, and then went and watched the movie. <laughs> and then came back and did a slideshow of all the pictures that we took. Ooh, look <laughs> at like, this oh, bird. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, look at what y'all up to. Y'all showing me pictures of y'all at the park? Where the fuck y'all really go? <laughs> we found a cute dog. <laughs> look, he likes me. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, I love that. I fucking love that. This is the two of us helping an old lady across the street. We're like, here is our alibi. <laughs> <laughs> was it worth it though? Bro, that movie was seeing that movie in Times Square was one of the best experiences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Yo, Danielle, this has been dope. Uh I've had a blast talking to Are you. Are we already done? Wow. Oh, I, you know, listen. That went we, quick. We, that, you know, that's what happens, man. Uh, you know, 50, 54 minutes and, and we get in and we get you out. Uh, I mean, we could talk for another two hours, but me and Edgar are going to go. Um. <laughs> we don't go, but if you we just want to hang out but, if you, <laughs> but you can, you know, Matt can come back. And if, you know, you and Matt can have a talk. Hey, you can uh, just come hang out until the next show happens. It's like a green room, but it's your house. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's, That's true. true. That's true. We'll be back on Friday to record another episode. So, you know, you hang out till then. <laughs> hang yeah, yeah, hang out. Hang out. Uh, you do a lot of dope shit. Uh, you know, we a lot of times we don't always talk about the dope things that our guests are doing with them because we just enjoy having a conversation. But I want to make sure to give you that space to talk about anything you want people to know, consume, think about, oh, enjoy. Floor is um, yours. Yeah, if you want to see a PG-13 Danielle, who occasionally has to hide behind something so she doesn't say the R or X-rated thing she's saying, obviously go check out SJU. Um, that is on Fandom. That's where we cover um, nerd news of the day. Uh, we're trying real hard right now because ain't a lot of news. But um, it's like me and like a, a bunch of like the funny Honest Trailer folks and um, and Roth and, and and it's fun. Also, yeah, watch the Honest Trailers. I help write them shits. Um, <laughs> go, you like uh, trailers that are honest, uh, go watch those because i help write them shits uh tides and fights if you want to hear me wrestle yell although these days it's more like wrestle sigh um hmm. what else am i doing i don't know man uh, just find me on danielle redford at twitter um and if i'm not making um wild jokes about having a quarantine breakdown uh because i'm still gonna joke about it uh then um i'm probably telling you about places i'll be i don't fucking know man i love it i love I it i love yeah. it and, uh, you know, just for reference, before we get you out of here, I have to let you know the cups in my apartment go in the cabinet on the left <laughs> of the sink. Uh, so you can't. So if you don't do that, I'm not paying you to come back and do it again. Just uh, I just want to 
and I don't just, have any cups at my house because I'm too afraid I'll put gas in it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Next time on Culture Kings. Ooh-wee. You know, I don't know, but I don't think we should have Ice Cube on anymore. Yeah, no, I don't know if I can record on Thursday. I got this gig I'm supposed to direct for NBC. Uh, It's going to be Donald Trump's town hall. Mm. Never heard of the project before. Mm. Um... I'm a little bummed, guys, because this entire year I've been planning just one moment that on November 4th, when we recorded, that I would be able to say I voted for the winner. And Donald Trump lost, and I can't say that anymore. Uh, so I don't know if I can record. I this We just, hold on, stop, stop, stop the recording. Auto, stop. Yelling, okay? No, I don't want to pick up the dog. I fucking hate the dog, okay? I only use it so I can attract other women on Twitter. Edgar, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, Anna came over last night with the dog. And she saw how me and Jess were loving our cats. And, you know, she told me that you only got a dog so you can attract other women and uh i honestly leaving you for me and jess and look she's lying because that's not true i got the dog so i could attract other women on twitter specifically oh well then the next thing i'm going to tell you is going to be hard to say actually let's just go to a break jakees i don't know man like i'm trying to think of a way to cut out queen of the week because it really does feel like we've said every single black woman. No, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I, um, I'm okay with cutting it. I'm okay with cutting it. And wait a minute. We can't, we can't cut it. Uh, damn. Well, I guess I'll just be going to Wikipedia and looking up black women again. <laughs> Do you know how annoying it is, Matt? Do you know how annoying it is ending the podcast saying the same damn thing every time at Jakees Neal on all social media? Do you know how annoying that is? Just as annoying as it is to say at Edgar Montplazero on Twitter and Awful Graham on the Gram. That's two. That's two that I have to say every time. I just can't say at Edgar Montplazero on everything. I got to say two and you make us say it all the time. And don't nobody ever interact with at Culture Kings Pod. Why we still got to say it? I'm Edward, Edgar's evil twin, and I'm pregnant? All this and more next time on Culture Kings. Hey, where my son at? I ain't never seen him, but where my son at? Where my son at? Yo, can I get some money, nigga? Where that money at? <laughs>